Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Horse face Laura Ingram talking out the side of her mouth. She somehow, someway found something funny about the passing and the memorial of Nipsey Hussle. I have a whole bunch of things to say to her. Tiger Woods, we know what you've been doing, Tiger. You obviously have been fucking. Congratulations on your victory at the most recent Masters. Tiger is back, and we all know why. Plus, the NBA playoffs have started, and I have some fabulous sick fucks of the week. All that and more on a big body, hardcore, hard body I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, let me get something real nice, something real proper. And most importantly, yes, yes, something real funky. All right. This is the I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. My name is the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. the White Chocolate Tito. A.K.A. Mr. New York, A.K.A. Huh? Yes, Mr. Two One Two, A. 
a.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, a.k.a. the man they call Mr. A.k.a. I was excited. I was looking forward to. I was hyped up about grabbing this here mic that you hear. My voice speaking directly to you on right now to jump into today's big body banging I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I've said it once, I've said it, said it a bunch of times. Some days are are just are just meant for podcasting, and today is one of those days. So many different things uh, have been going on. So many highs, so many lows. Paris, unfortunately, is on fire. The Cathedral of Notre Dame. Uh, This is where the hunchback of Notre Dame is burning. Nothing funny about that. I've never been there. I have never been to uh, France. I've never been to Paris. Um, Obviously, even an uh, uneducated, unworldly guy like myself. Unfortunately, I don't consider myself highly educated. Smart like a whip. The intuition and memory of a fucking elephant Uh, I don't know if elephants actually have great intuition. I know they have great memories. I have also a great memory about the important things. I I pride myself on incredible instincts. Um, But as far as a a worldwide uh, education, not great. Not great uh, at all. Um, But the the cathedral in Notre Dame of Notre Dame is burning, um, burnt down to the ground. And, you know, I mean, if, if... you're not from there. You know, this is one of the great monuments of the world. Um, and it's sad uh, because so much history um, and pride um, and stories. And it truly is a, a historic place. Uh, so that's that was sad. That was happening. Um, and we're going to get into that. We're going to get into just so much. It's a great day for podcasting. And, and here I am in the pocket. Now, I saw something over the weekend. Uh, there's a great follow on Instagram. My guy, his uh, page is 80s80s80s underscore dope house. Uh, he posts all hip hop, everything. That's all he posts. Just straight hip hop shit. Clips, videos, all sorts of shit. Uh, from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. You know, the shit that I like. The golden era fly shit. Um... Now, Miles and Jordan, the uh, Dust Brothers, respectfully, uh, they're going to they're gonna be like, ah. Um, but he posted this clip that I saw Saturday morning. I saw it Saturday morning, and it got me so fucking hype, and it got me so fucking geeked on, on hip-hop, and it, it perfectly exemplified everything that I love about hip-hop. It perfectly exemplified the standards and practices that I talk about all the time right here on this I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast regarding hip-hop. It talks about all the standards and practices, all the bullshit that I, I talk about on social media. Sometimes I'm right, sometimes I'm not right. But my reference point is specifically People and moments like this. Now, BET used to have a show called uh, The Basement with my guy Tigger. 
And one of the great things that they used to have on that show was whoever came through there, they needed to freestyle. They needed to get down. That was part of the, the, the being on the show. You come on the show, you need to get it popping. You need to get in that booth, grab that mic, and spit some shit. Now, the other morning, I wake up and I see this post that I may or may not have seen, but I hadn't seen in a long time. DMX rocking. It's only 90 seconds. It's only 90 seconds. But if this shit doesn't get you hype, if this just shit doesn't remind you what's great about hip-hop, if this just shit doesn't sort of go, oh, yeah, this is, what's, this is why I talk shit about hip-hop. This is my standards. And you're entitled to have standards. You don't have to dumb yourself down to, to find new whack-ass bullshit music. Okay? Said it once, I said it a million times. Make your money, do your thing, but don't try to tell me this shit is dope. Miles Jordan, please play the 90-second clip. I know, uh, yeah. Play the fucking clip for me, please. Play the 90-second clip of DMX on the basement that I am referring to. This DMX rocking freestyle. Okay, bust this shit. Check it, check it, check it, check it. I'm starting to get a little too big for the cage that I've been trapped in. Catch Lord, what's the problem with from robbing the rapping? Guns got the clapping. Another trip to the mall, we all know why it's happening. Another bit by the dog, man, nothing left to eat. I ain't aware of my soul, self-destructive. But I don't give a f if I go. I know y'all been told I don't give a f about living, killing other dogs, catching cats, chasing pigeons. Got me itching to bring back the beast from within. But I catch up and eat in the streets, I'm a win. I've been Say dog, you can't play games that dog ain't with. Suck behind my back, dog. It. Well, this is it. From now on, if you ain't out the camp, we got the vamp. Put him up against the champ, man. You cats don't know what it's gonna be. And with a like me, D to the M to the X. Last I heard, was having sex with the same sex. I show no love to homo thugs. Empty out, you know, you throw most slugs. How you gonna explain? Man, even if we squash the beef, I ain't touching your hand. Use a red figure. I don't step in the jail at the cat with the Kool-Aid on his lips and pumps. I don't you think they bronze. Only know how to be one way. That's the dog. I know how to get down. Know how to fight. I fought very little, but I know how to fight. I know how to chase a cat up in a tree. Man, I get the business for fucking with me. It's you crazy. Now, does that not get you fucking hyped? Does that not remind you? of what is special about hip-hop. DMX freestyling over a Nas beat. Does that not want to make you run through a fucking wall? Take on any naysayers? Take on anybody that is questioning you in life? Run a mountain? Complete a task? Kick some fucking ass figuratively, not literally? That's what the fuck I am talking about. That shit got me just amped the fuck up. I love it. And you should definitely follow this guy. I've never met him. I just love his page. It's 80s underscore dope house. 80s 80s underscore dope house on Instagram. He posts shit like that all the time. So, Laura Ingram. Big face Laura Ingram, horse face Laura Ingram, who appears to be doing a caricature of an uptight white woman 
doing a caricature of an uptight white woman. This is a wicked bitch. I, my wife hates when I talk about women's looks publicly. And even she said, say whatever the fuck you want to say about her. My wife can't, she doesn't support it. When I tweet, when I make comments about uh, women's looks, she doesn't like it. She said, "You say whatever. She's just nasty. She deserves the full rap report. She told me. Even my wife can't stand her. She co-signed it. Say whatever you want to say about her. She's terrible. This is the shut up and dribble woman. This is an animal. Uh, This is a woman whose face is so pumped up on Botox. It doesn't move. It literally doesn't move. Okay, I saw what I saw at the Republican National Convention. She threw up the Nazi sign. It wasn't an accident. Playing with the cracks and the crevices of not being able to get caught and not getting in trouble. She disrespected those kids, the Parkland uh, uh, shooting survivors. She told LeBron James and Kevin Durant to shut up and dribble. I told her then, why don't you shut up and dribble these nuts? You remember that? Miles Jordan, please play that clip when I told her to shut up and dribble. These nuts. I'm apologizing in advance. I know this is going to offend some women, but I had to do it. This is for Laura Ingram, the cockeyed Fox News commentator with the Bobby Brown jaw who said that KD and LeBron James should just shut up and dribble. No, cluckhead, you shut up and dribble. These nuts, bitch. So most recently, horseface Laura Ingram, who whose ass is so flat that when she stands up, you can see the entirety of her asshole. That's a a fact. Her ass is so flat. Her her ass is so non-apparent that when she stands up, you can see the entirety of her whole balloon knot. She's vile. Her and her corny ass crony, I don't even know this dude's name, another just stick up the ass fucking tighty whitey fucking asshole. They were talking, uh, uh, making light of, of Nipsey Hussle's memorial service last week and giggling and talking about a song and they were referring to the rapper YG. They didn't know what they're... It's just uninformed. Listen, whether or not you agree with this... This is still a person who was murdered. This is a murder victim. And you already know. I'm sure she's like, why are all these people gathering in the streets? What's so special about Nipsey Hussle? That's how she speaks. Like it's just smug and cynical and just disconnected. And her and this punk ass Fox reporter were up there just making light of it and giggling. Play the clip, Miles. Yesterday in L.A., thousands lined the streets to say goodbye to rapper Nipsey Hussle. Now, this dear artist recently released a song called FDT. F Donald Trump. Okay, now that's a very creative refrain. Very catchy. Very catchy. catchy. Irving and Berlin, is look it, out. Is it, <laughs> it all began and ended with Irving Berlin for you, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so the, the refrain, the chorus, it goes on and on. Is that related to the lowest unemployment ever, basically, okay. for African-Americans? But, but it hustles. Now, I, I just want to point out that when I say to Miles and Jordan, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, play the clip, uh, this is why I say this is a finely run machine, okay? And this is why this is the best podcast in the world. We pride ourselves. We are a finely 
ran machine, finely tuned engine. We're not just fucking popping up, slicing and dicing and putting the podcast together, okay? And it ain't about me saying, play the clip. The craftsmanship, the work, the detail that we all put into every single episode of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We pride ourselves on it. I know I'm proud of it. Me, the gringo mandingo. Me, Mr. New York, Mr. AKA. I am so proud of this podcast. We bust our fucking ass to put out the best product every single episode. Hard body karate podcasting at its finest. Okay? Now we're going to discuss, again, the move to Luminary later on in the episode. But do not, please, and I'm asking you this sincerely, do not take what we do for granted. We've been going for five years straight. We haven't missed a week. Not one fucking week in five years on vacation. Through highs, through lows, through health stuff, through personal stuff, through all the adversity that we went through professionally with the podcast. We have not missed a week, and most of the time, it's two episodes a week. Look it up. Look it up. But let me stay on horse face, big faced. Bucktooth, cowtooth, moose mouth, Laura Ingram. That's right, you got a fucking moose mouth. You got a bunch of gigantic moose-sized veneers. Your grill looks fucked up. And she's over there making fun, making light of a murder victim. She has to go. This lady has to go. Her and that fuck. Tucker Carlson, but Tucker Carlson isn't even in the league of Laura Ingram. Nasty fucking, nasty Laura Ingram. I told you about this before. This isn't a this isn't a, a rumor, okay? She admitted to it. Laura Ingram is a nasty fucking bitch. I hate to use that word publicly about women. I hate to use it sincerely about a woman. Okay, but this is an old, lonely, nasty bag. This is a woman, okay, who wakes up every morning and a cool gray plume of smoke puffs out of her vagina. Okay, that happens. That fucking happens to her every morning. She is a lonely bitch. She's not a nice person, okay? She's not a good person. Her own brother doesn't fuck with her. Her own brother's a gay man, openly gay man, and doesn't fuck with her. And her history and her opinions about the gay community are documented. When she was at Dartmouth, this is a fact. Look it up. Look it up. Fact check it. You think I like fact checking about some horse mouth animal? No, but I triple checked, fourple checked, because what I'm saying is is true. It's not a rumor. This one woman, she was at Dartmouth in her senior year, during her tenure, running the college newspaper. She wrote all sorts of controversial articles, okay? And she went out of her way. She sent an undercover reporter to an LGBTQ meeting on the campus. This is college students, 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids. Obviously, it was a private meeting. There was an oath of confidentiality, okay, signed and read to uh, the participants, meaning, yo, this is a private meeting. 
We're young gay kids on a couch. We might not want everyone to, to know about this, especially uh, 30 years ago, because this is an old bag. This is an old bag. That's why she's, she's pumped up on fillers and Botox. Look at her face. Nasty-ass Laura Ingram then published an article and a transcript of what was spoken about and who attended the meeting, naming them, describing them as cheerleaders for latent campus sodomites. This lonely animal tried to defend her place as uh, freedom of the press. No, it's not freedom of the press. It's not freedom of the pig. You're the pig. Someone from Dartmouth said it was the most extreme anti-homosexual views imaginable. Can you imagine being so vicious, so mean, so lonely and miserable that you want to out your fellow college gay students? You, you want to shame them about that? This is a pig, okay? This is a true life dog face moose mouth pig. A lot of people have said Willie Hutcher. I think I Willie Hutched her before. Maybe, maybe not. She's not worthy of that Willie. Like, I really, really can't stand her and can't stand what she represents. And I can't stand her fucking face. Okay? But I am happy that her husband left her. That makes me happy. And I'm not surprised. Okay? And I am happy that her face cannot move. It will not move every time she makes a gesture, whether she's happy or sad. Her face cannot and will not move because she is pumped up on so much toxic medicine. Okay, I hope it catches up with this dog, this animal. Fire this bitch. I hate to use the B word. Fire her ass, Fox News. I am Rappaport Podcast. In other news... Tiger Woods is back. Tiger Woods, as we all know at this point, won the Masters, the Masters golf tournament the other day. And uh, people were excited. People were hyped. Uh, people were uh, celebrating him. People were breaking his balls like I was. And uh, I'm happy for Tiger. I'm happy he's back. Obviously, it's a great sports story. Um, aside from uh, fucking his way out of the limelight and the pills and the pill addiction, which it's not like he just got hooked on heroin for shits and giggles. You know, Tiger Woods' pill addiction had everything to do with his uh, back surgeries, which I think he had six of them, which I wouldn't wish on anybody. You know, back pain and athletes being injured. And he ain't the first one. It happens to football players and hockey players all the time. There's been plenty of stories and documentaries, actual documentaries about uh, football players and hockey players who have left the game with surgery after surgery and pain medicine after pain medicine and then getting addicted to these terrible pain medications, which definitely uh, uh, is what was going on with Tiger Woods. Um, so to see him back and to see any athlete go through that and hit the bottom and then come back to the top it's a great story. Uh, I have uh, nothing against Tiger. He obviously has been fucking his way back to shape. Let's not uh, front, okay? The only time Tiger Woods was at the top of his game was when he was the, the pimp 
of Perkins, okay? The ass man of Applebee's, the Red Lobster King, the TGIF fucker. We know how he gets down, okay? We know how Tiger Woods gets down. He fucked his way to the top once. He was brilliant. He owned the game of golf, one of the biggest stars in the world. Then he got married. He fucked his way out of that relationship. It happens. I don't judge him for that. I mean, did he make a spectacle of it? Did he take things way too far? Yo, he went He went nuts. This guy went nuts on mid-level looking white girls. Okay, whether he's cheating or not, that's bro code. I, I ain't gonna judge him on that. But he had like 97 side pieces, one after another after another, and he was sloppy. They all threw him under the bus, each and every one of them. And these are just the ones we know about, the ones that came out. And I, I, I can't remember the, the number, I'm not fact-checking. Okay, but he, he, was, he was truly about that Applebee's life. Okay, he was truly about that Dave and Buster's dick down. Any any sort of mid-level place, Tiger Woods was grabbing up all the waitresses, all the assistants, all the cashiers, and freaking off. That ruined him. That's what ruined him. And then you get the back injuries, and and it's just hard to come back from. Okay, but let's not let's not forget, it was the Applebee chicks and the girls from Perkins. And all the spots I just named, that was the first reason why he went down. Why he couldn't get back? Okay, we can blame the pain pills and the back surgeries. But there is no doubt in my mind that Tiger Woods must have figured out uh, uh, some sort of program, okay, in 2019 when a guy like him was sloppy. I mean, this is not a stick man. People say he's a stick man. This is, this is the opposite of a stick man. Trust me, this ain't no Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Dillon, Milton Burrow. He's not in that league. This ain't no Johnny Stamos. He's not in that league, no John F.K. Uh, Jr. This motherfucker right here is a mess. But rest assured, if he came back from all those surgeries, all that adversity, okay, his wife coming to, to, to beat his ass with his own golf clubs, all that, remember that? On Thanksgiving, all that shit. Remember the mugshot from just two years ago? All of it. The only way he was able to get back on top is he has been fucking. And I, I don't care what he's doing. I think he's remarried. He's got. I don't care what he's been doing, but don't front Tiger Woods. See, that's the problem that I'll always have with Tiger Woods. I just don't like his personality. There's nothing relatable about him. He doesn't say any flash. Yes, he's more humble and he's more... He's, he's, this is how he speaks. He speaks like this. It's just very, there's, there's no flavor in his shit. And me personally, I don't, I don't fuck with anybody that fronts, that fakes jacks. Remember when this guy said he wasn't black? He made up a term. I think he said he made up the term. I've heard the term before, but I think he said he made up a term of what he is because I believe he's, he's Asian and black. But he said he doesn't view himself as black. But you remember when he got arrested, what did his arrest report said? It said, male, 6'3", 210 pounds, black. Okay, that's what the fuck the report said. But this guy said he was Cablasian or something. This is like a Jew denying his Judaism. 
You know, there's still some Jewish actors out here that have changed their names to avoid being stereotyped. We see your fucking big nose. We know you're fucking Jewish and you don't embrace it. You hate your fucking self, you self-loathing Jew, you. Same with Tiger Woods. You're black. You might be black and Asian. You might be black and this. But when people see you, white, black, Chinese, they see a black man and you shun that. I don't respect that. I don't give a fuck what you do on the side. I don't give a fuck who you do with. You ain't married to me. I don't get down like that, Duke. It's the jack faking that I'm not with. So, yes, congratulations to Tiger Woods. Yes, it's a fantastic story. Yes, his son was there to watch him kick ass. I love all that. But I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, what a lovable. This guy's not lovable. There's nothing relatable about this fucking guy. The way he speaks, he's, he's detached. He doesn't identify uh, with anything. He doesn't take stands on anything. Plus, he hangs out with Dick Stain Donald Trump. That's his man, 50 grand, always watches up with his dick in his hand. That's his homeboy. I, I don't fuck with anybody that doesn't take stands in life. Take a stand. I'm out here on the front lines. Talking shit, putting my face and my name on wax, talking that good shit. I don't expect everybody to do that. But if you're Tiger Woods and you have a voice in this community, in this world, and you don't say anything, I guess he is saying something. You know what? I have to retract that. I guess he is saying, he says, yeah, I fuck with Trump. I fuck with Trump. Yo, I, I actually say, yeah, he, he fucks with Trump. Well, well. You know how I feel about that? If you still fuck with... That's your golf buddy? Now Donald Trump, dick-stained Donald Trump, he's giving uh, Tiger Woods the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He announced that. I am uh, uh, presenting him with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. So that's, that's Tiger Woods. He, he does make stands. That's, that's it. He says, I'm not black and I fuck with Donald Trump. Those are the two, the two things he'll be known for and his affinity for uh, uh, waitresses at Applebee's. No disrespect to the ladies at Applebee's. I am Rappaport Podcast. Now, uh, I mentioned Luminary earlier. We are moving to Luminary, which will become the Netflix of podcasting. Uh, just so you know, the, the rapper pack is everywhere. We see all. All, you fucks. We see it all. See every tweet, every comment, every uh, tweet out of the side of your fucking lips. All of it. Okay? All of it. We have thought this through. This is the best opportunity for the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Five plus years. Five fucking years. Okay, we've been rocking at the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We haven't missed a week. We haven't missed a week. We've never gone back to back. Okay, we haven't missed a fucking week. We are moving to Luminary. I want every single one of the fans to come with me. Okay, I want every single one of the fans to come to Luminary. You can download the Luminary app. Where you download apps, L-U-M-I-N-A-R-Y. I know it sucks for some of you guys paying $6.99 a month. That's how much it is the first year, 
$1.99 a month. Sign up at luminary.link slash Rappaport. Luminary.link slash Rappaport. L-U-M-I-N-A-R-Y dot link, L-I-N-K slash Rappaport. R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. Okay, you're not used to it. It's not what you're accustomed to. Okay, I understand that we have a kick-ass group of podcasts we're rocking with. Okay, finely tuned, finely crafted, all hard body podcasting. Plus, I am going to be there every single week, two times at least a week, emergency episodes when and if need be. You know how I get down, okay? May 20th, we start. The launch is free until May 20th, April 23rd. It's right around the corner. We're coming. I want everybody to download the Luminary app. I haven't felt this excited, haven't felt this passionate about anything in our podcasting career, okay? I know it sucks for $6.99 a month, but it's only $6.99 a month. We can all do it. And I am making this exclusive offer right now. Right now, the first 150 people The first 150 fans of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. The best of the best fans listening to me right now. We are dropping an exclusive Butter Soft t-shirt. We're only making 150 t-shirts. We're ordering them based on you guys that send in your subscriptions to Luminary. When you get your subscription to Luminary, I want you to email me. It's going directly to me. Do not forget to email your size and your address, okay? You send me your subscription to Luminary, $6.99 a month. You send me your size and you send me your address. You must send me your size and your address. We're ordering, we're custom ordering, custom making $150. T-shirts to the best of the best. The first 150 I Am Rapport Stereo podcast fans. Buttersoft, exclusive design, hand-picked, hand-crafted by me, the Gringo Mandingo. Email me at Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. You must send your receipt For your subscription to Luminary, you must send your size and you must send me an address. I can't send you a Buttersoft exclusive I Am Rapport Stereo podcast if I don't have a size, if I don't have a t-shirt. The quicker and sooner you do that, the quicker and sooner you will get your exclusive one of 150 I Am Rapport Stereo podcast t-shirts, okay? I am so excited about Luminary. I'm so excited about the other podcasts on Luminary. I'll tell you which ones I'm really hyped about the most. In no particular order, I love this podcast, Hollywood and Crime from Glamour to Murder. It is a crime podcast and chill. I love, yo, I go to sleep to crime podcasts and chill, okay? I love this podcast, Hollywood and Crime, exclusively on Luminary. Also, Murder Podcast and Chill, a very fatal murder from The Onion. It's The Onion. Everybody knows The Onion. True Crime Podcast follows reporter David Pascal 
on a never-ending quest for truth, praise, and murder. Murder podcast and fucking chill. Locked up abroad, okay, from the creators of Dr. Death, which I talked about on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Everybody loves, everybody fucks with Locked Up Abroad. My guy Arian Foster, now what with Arian Foster, plus the Players Tribune will be exclusively on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. My guy Amari Hardwick, you know, Ghost from Power, Amari Hardwick, he's got a dope-ass podcast called Poetics with Amari Hardwick. It's all hip-hop, everything. He's interviewing MCs, interviewing rappers, and it's really detailed the same way we get down here on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. There's so many dope podcasts, all right? There's so many dope podcasts that are going to be on Luminary. I won't steer you wrong. I only steer you strong. My guy, Alex Gibney, the best documentary filmmaker in the world. Okay, he did the Armstrong lie. He did the inventor, which I just talked about, that crazy uh, Silicon Valley lady. He has a podcast that will be exclusively on Luminary, and there's tons more, okay? I know it's different. I know it's new, okay? But trust me, I won't steer you wrong. I only steer you strong. Luminary is going to be changing the podcast game. I don't want to lose any fans, okay? $6.99 a month for the first year. I told you what it is, okay? You guys email me, 150 Buttersoft exclusive I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirts. There's not going to be 250. There's not going to be 151. Sign up at luminary.link slash Rappaport. Send us the receipt. Send us your size. Send us an address to send your t-shirt. We're sending you an exclusive Buttersoft I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast t-shirt. Moving forward. So the NBA playoffs are underway. And uh, aside from the Detroit Pistons, everybody seems to have come into the playoffs ready to compete. I feel bad for the Pistons. I love Andre Drummond. uh, But without Blake Griffin, they are just, they're way, 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 way in over their head with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Greek Freak. Um, That fucking guy is just... What a unique player, Uh, because when you watch him, he doesn't do anything particularly special. He's truly a freak, Uh, and no disrespect, I've talked, uh, you know, some shit about him and and, and talked about his need for, uh, you know, having a one-on-one move uh, when he's not running to the basket, but when he is running to the basket, and he does it a lot with them long-ass legs and them long-ass arms... And he's euro stepping and sidestepping and you know running away from the basket and dunking. I never seen anything like it that consistently. It looks crazy. Um, and I don't know what they have him listed as, but he looks like seven feet or he's six eleven or some shit and long ass arms. And Detroit is just yo. They should they should make a rule like uh, they're gonna get up three love three no three zero. And just like, yo, you guys, you don't, we don't need to do this fourth game, right? And Detroit should be all like, yeah, we, 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 we're good. Uh, we, we can't compete without Blake Griffin. It's, it's insane. Like, why play four games? Why humiliate them and beat them four, four nothing? Because they're, they're gonna beat them four nothing. And, and that motherfucking Giannis Antetokounmpo, you see, everybody figured out how to uh, say his name a couple of years ago. Nobody could say it. 
Remember that All-Star game? I think it was the All-Star game down in New Orleans. Marv Albert was struggling with his name. I, I didn't learn to stay, say his name, but he, he played his way into learning how to say his fucking name right. That motherfucker, is the Tasmanian devil, that's what they should call him because when he gets the ball in the open court, that's what it looks like. It's like the fucking Tasmanian devil. Uh, Golden State is tied, now 1-1. That's a surprise. And the Brooklyn Nets came out game one versus the Philadelphia 76ers and kicked their fucking ass. Is Brooklyn in the house? Without a doubt, good. Yo, I don't know how this series is going to play play out. Right now, the series is tied 1-1. One to one. But uh, Brooklyn is, is, is a tough team. They're a team on the rise. And that will be a destination for a free agent next year. They have young guys. They play together. They play hard. Their coach apparently is a prick. But the players respect him. And he is prepared. And he gets those guys prepared. And my guy, D'Angelo Russell, even though I know that guy's a prick, the coach, and I say that with all due respect, He's a hard-nosed coach. He has pushed and made D'Angelo Russell uh, into the player uh, that everybody knew and thought he could uh, uh, be. So I'm super happy for him, and uh, I'm excited about Brooklyn. I'm excited about the Brooklyn Nets. This series is going to be tough. They're going to go back and forth, and uh, it's crazy. You know, the, the game one, you know, Ben Simmons gets booed. All the time, when he misses free throws, when he misses shots, the Philadelphia crowd, listen, this is the same crowd. These are the same people. They booed Santa Claus. They threw Santa, they fucking threw snowballs at Santa Claus in the 60s. These are, these are the people's uh, uh, children at the game booing the 76ers during the second quarter of a playoff game. They're booing their team. I never seen anything like it. I fuck with the Philadelphia fans. And and it's crazy because Joel Embiid, who you, it's, it's hard not to like. Everybody loves Joel Embiid, even if he's annoying, even with his Troel Embiid and his, his shit. After game one, he was complaining about the booing. He, he didn't really say it was him, but he was saying other guys get upset about it. And I'm like, yo, Troel Embiid, you talk so much shit. You talk all, you're dissing this one. Sometimes it's, it's lighthearted. Sometimes it's, it's mean-spirited. You talk all, all that shit. And when your own crowd is booing your own team, now you're bitching? You're supposed to be a, t- see, this is why, yo, this is why Joel Embiid would never be Shaq. Yo, you'd never hear uh, Shaq whining, complaining. Shaq would have that dude on his back. He, he'd have him like a knapsack. If Shaquille O'Neal played in this NBA, he would be he would be dunking all the fuck over Troel Embiid. Don't get it twisted. This is not Akeem Olajuwon. Joel Embiid is a very good player. He doesn't move with the speed that Akeem Olajuwon moved with. Yes, some of his moves are similar. Okay? He loves to play with his back to the basket. And I'm a fan. But, but, but let's not try to compare him to Akeem Olajuwon who had the footwork of a guard. He literally had the footwork of a guard and a small forward. Okay, if Shaq played against Joel Embiid, he would crack his fucking ass. He would have him pinned under the basket like he had every single person he ever played against. He would bust his fucking ass. Joel Embiid, yo, stop whining, they're booing. Play better. Your own fans won't boo. Now when you go on the road, everybody's going to boo you. You're sensitive. 
How could a seven foot three, 285 pound dude be sensitive? Doesn't match. That's why these dudes would never, you can't compare anybody in this NBA to Shaquille O'Neal. He wasn't sensitive. I saw a picture the other day of him dunking on the entire Nets crew during the finals versus the New Jersey Nets. Five dudes around him. This dude was a fucking goon. Talk about a goon. Talk about a bully. Talk about straight bully ball. This guy's complaining that the fans are booing. Your fans are booing? Your man Ben Simmons, they said he was the next Magic Johnson. Still can't make free throws? Still can't shoot 12-foot jump shots? He's a professional basketball player? Talk to your man. And stop shooting so many three-pointers, Joel Embiid. Complaining about the fans booing. Get the fuck out of here. Now, I don't want to say I told you so, but I did tell you so. Luke Walton was fired on Friday, Friday afternoon, just as I told you. Trust me, anytime there's really bad news and they want it to have as little traction as possible, if and when they can drop some news, whether it's the president getting rid of somebody, or somebody coming out with, uh, you know, just bad news. Or good news. Good news you don't want to drop on a Friday afternoon because it gets lost over the weekend. Well, Luke Walton was fired over the weekend and hired by the Sacramento Kings. Who called it? Who told you first? That's me. I have inside sources. That wasn't just a random prediction. I knew that shit was going to happen. I have sources. Shout out to my man, Chris Broussard. He ain't the only one with the sources. These fucking... Clown paid professionals are like, oh, well, NBA sources have told me that uh, Ty Lu is the front runner for the Los Angeles Lakers job. You had to get that from NBA sources? Duh. We all know that LeBron wants Ty Lu. We all know that Jeannie Bush, bus, is going to turn the keys over to LeBron James and let him run the circus for the next three years. The exact thing that Pat Riley wouldn't do in Miami. Sources, yes, sources, do the math. Do the math. Do the Michael Rapport inside scoop math. Look at some of the people I rock with on the big three. Look at some of the people that have been with me on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast. Do the fucking math. I have sources too, asshole. Fucking Wojciechowski. Can you even make a layup? Can you do the mic and drill? Can you make 10 free throws out of 10? I can. I can't do it all the time. But any day, any place, I can make 10 free throws out of 10. Give me a half an hour. I can do it. Okay? Can you do that, Wojciechowski, with your fucking sources? Oh, Ty Lue seems to be the front runner of a Lakers job. Whoop-de-fucking-do. That's your information? Get the fuck out of here, man. One of the final little bits of drama from uh, the Magic Johnson departure is that fucking Lonzo Ball. This guy's insane. Yo, this guy's crazy, man. Apparently, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers had to get involved. Okay, they had to stop and threaten Lonzo Ball saying his contract will be void, null in void, because this guy wanted to get unauthorized ankle surgery. And the Lakers said, if you do that, your contract is null and void. I don't know who is telling this guy anything. I don't know who's in his ear, but if I were them, I would have let him do it. Go get the surgery, Duke. Go ahead. Go ahead and do it. I mean, first of all, get some real sneakers. Please, do yourself a favor. Don't come out there wearing them goofy-ass sneakers ever again. 
You don't trust the Los Angeles Lakers doctors. You were going to go get ankle surgery on your own. They should have done it. They wouldn't have had to pay him anything. And they could have just put this guy. It would be like a tax write-off. And the sad thing about Lonzo Ball is he seems like a good kid. And I think he's going to turn into a good player. But this is going to be a 30-30 documentary one day. This whole big ball of brand thing is going to be a 30-30 documentary one day. And I hope it doesn't have a sad ending. All right, it's time. Okay? It's uh, it's time. As if this hasn't been a sick enough I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, it's time for the sick fucks of the week. Miles, please give me the sick fuck of the week theme song. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned. Not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. Oh, sick She's fuck. really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick that fuck. That ain't supposed to be on a plane, you sick what are you, fuck what, you. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. <laughs> yes, this is the sick fuck of the week theme song you are now listening to the sick fuck of the week segment of course this is an award-winning i am rapport stereo podcast exclusive segment you will not be able to hear the i am rapport stereo podcast sick fucks of the week anywhere else in california a boy accused of stabbing his mother to death Okay, this is a 15-year-old boy who was accused of killing his own mother in 2017 is on the loose in California somehow, some way. This 15-year-old sick fuck of the week escaped from a juvenile correction facility in Orange County. He jumped the fence, jumped the wall. The whole thing was caught on videotape, but they were too late as of the recording of this I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, this sick fuck, a 15-year-old sick fuck, a young sick fuck, is on the loose somewhere near Orange County in California. Florida is Florida in the house without a doubt. Dumb fuck, sick fuck, a Florida man got out of jail. Michael Casey Lewis, 34 years old, had just been bonded out of St. Lucie County in Fort Pierce, Florida. He couldn't walk. He couldn't go far. He's lazy. I don't know what this guy's problem is, but officers spotted him acting suspicious. He was casing the parking lot. He claimed to be waiting for his girlfriend. There was no girlfriend. There was no pickup. This asshole, this dumb fuck then stole A car in the prison parking lot. Michael Casey Lewis, you are a double winner. A sick fuck, yes, and a dumb fuck. Golly gee. The look on his face of his mugshot, you could see he's going, God damn, I'm dumb. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? Did the bath salts not get out of your system when you were locked down? Were you not clear-headed? Walk a few miles Okay, if you want to steal another car just out of prison, walk a few miles. Don't steal it from the prison parking lot, you sick fuck you. This is insane. Now, I talked earlier about not being that educated, but we all know that the national bird 
It's on, it's on our money. The bald eagle. Rare species. Some good old boy in Arkansas is on the loose. A bald eagle in Arkansas was found shot to death. Hunter. This, this is somebody who gets off on doing these kinds of things. Uh, hunting rare animals. The, the, the American animal. Okay, this is, this is a traitor. This person is a traitor, just like that freak Julian Assange, who I'm going to get to after this. Okay, uh, there was a bald eagle that was shot dead in Arkansas. The search is on for the shooter now. The punishment for killing an eagle in Arkansas is a maximum fine of $5,000 or one year in prison. Lock this guy up. You don't have anything better to do? But shoot bald eagles, huh? Lock them up. Now, Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks people, I know some people think he's a hero. Some people think he's not a hero. I think he's just a sick fuck. Okay, first of all, he's on the lam, I think, in Sweden or Norway. There are charges uh, for sexual assault uh, and rape, allegedly. Okay, uh, and some people, again, think he, he's, a, he's a great person. He's a great, Amer- uh, you know, he, he's, he's a, a patriot. You know, and he blew up the spot on this one and that one. He broke the law, number one. And why he's being mentioned in the sick fucks, when authorities were coming to get him just recently last week, he didn't just fight them. He, he, he didn't just, uh, uh, you know, turn himself over peacefully. No, he didn't do that. He didn't want to do that. He spread feces. Julian Assange, Mr. Week at WikiLeaks guy. He spread his feces, his shit, all over his room. Why? Why are you doing that? These people are just doing their job. You did something wrong, okay? You broke the law. You've been running. You've been hiding. You've been, uh, I forgot the word, what he is. He's been doing that for years. Now they came and got you. No one wants to deal with you anymore. You got charges of rape and sexual assault, and now you want to shit all over the place? Why Why? Why do you want to do that? I suppose I thought you were some sort of hero, some sort of American hero, wherever the fuck you're from. You ain't no hero. You're a sick fuck. In the Boogie Down Bronx, a sick fuck. The guy's name is Angel Esteban Felix Rodriguez. Good-looking kid. Looks like an R&B singer. Uh, well, he ain't good-looking, and he ain't, he ain't no R&B singer. He's a sick fuck. This guy, 24. His young girlfriend, 21, beautiful girl, uh, stayed out all night. Uh, this sick fuck killed her. He killed her because she stayed out all night. Jealousy, passion, uh, all this make you go crazy. Okay? Make you go crazy. Uh, The one good thing about this sick fuck is that he uh, strolled into the 48th precinct with an interpreter the other day around 6 p.m. and admitted to two police officers that he killed his girlfriend. You're not getting out of jail now, Duke. You are not getting out of jail. He strangled her to death. Uh, This is a terrible, tragic story. Uh, An angel, Esteban Felix Rodriguez, who apparently doesn't speak very good English. Uh, uh, I don't know how to translate. You are now an I Am Rapport Stereo sick fuck of the week, but you are, my friend. Um, And looks like it, smells like it, probably is. Got a lot of requests about this crew. Um, A woman in Wisconsin, okay, and her son. This is a mother... Son, sick fuck of the week combination. They look like they were hopped up on something. I don't know. I can't tell what they were hopped up on. 
but they went into a Walmart, okay? They went into a Walmart uh, on a Wednesday evening, last week, Wednesday evening. Uh, they're in custody right now because they caused a ruckus. They scared the shit out of people, okay? The woman went into the Walmart. She started doing karate, started doing kicking gestures, started kicking down things in the aisle. For some reason, then her 25-year-old son got butt-ass naked in Walmart. Okay, imagine you going to a supermarket or a Walmart or a Target with your moms. Your mom starts doing karate shit. You take off all your clothes. Okay, and then the dog, the dog, their dog was all obviously hopped up on something. The dog started rummaging through the cornbread mix in Walmart. They have been arrested. Uh, uh, these are friendly uh, sick fucks, but sick fucks nonetheless. Listen, just because they did something that we find funny, just because the mom went in there and started doing karate, hard body, and Duke went in there and took his clothes off. I don't know if this was all a ploy to steal some food for the dog, uh, but there's other ways. There's charities. There's the ASPCA. Lock them up. Cool them off. Do a blood, drug, alcohol test. Find out what the fuck is going on with this mother-son sick fuck of the week combination out there in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Listen, what can I say? Okay, what more can I say? It's the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. I wish all of you guys a fantastic day, a fantastic week. I told you, 150 exclusive, 150 exclusive Buttersoft t-shirts with an exclusive design, hand-picked, hand-curated by me, yours truly, the Gringo Mandingo. Sign up to Luminary. Send me your receipt. Email it at imrapaport at gmail.com. Send me your size. Send me an address you want your Buttersoft t-shirt sent to. Okay, we're not playing games. Cannot stop. Will not stop. Always from the bottom of the heart, blood on the floor, podcasting. I'm done. Uh, this week, uh, if you're around, I will be doing comedy in Los Angeles. This week, if you are around, I will be at the Laugh Factor at the 8 p.m. show. I believe it's the 8 p.m. show. It's the early show on Thursday at the Laugh Factory. And I will be at the Comedy Store Saturday, the 20th, kicking ass, smash mouth comedy. I was at the Comedy Store the other day. There were some I Am Rap Stereo podcast fans. We came, we saw, we conquered. Miles, Jordan, you guys know exactly what it is. I need some real nice, some real proper, but most importantly, oh yes. Oh yes. Take us out of here with something real funky.